Coming to you from Studio Ice Nine in Earth's capital, San Diego, California, USA. It's the Beatdown Show. If you don't think it's mess, you got the wrong damn address. Here is your indomitable host, C. Colton. I start to think, and then I sink into the paper like I was ink. When I'm writing, I'm trapped between the lines. I escape when I finish the rhyme. The immortal words of American urban poet rock him from the song I know you got soul by Eric B and Rakim. Huzzah, huzzah, and welcome in for another episode, episode six of the almighty Beatdown Show. Our program is a San Diego-centric program, and we touch on a variety of topics, most of which you know by now are sports, craft beer. We also dabble in things like uh, restaurant bar etiquette, and we always have a guest interview. And the best part of it is... We're indie. We're grassroots. We speak our minds here on the Beatdown Show, and we're beholden to no one. On top of that, we have no sponsors and really no agenda other than to push our own agenda. Come on now. Uh, On top of that, you know, the show's constantly evolving. And there'll be a lot of moving parts, but we would love it if you'd interact with us. And there's a few ways you can contact the show. First of all, you can check us out on beatdownshow.blogspot.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. This is a great way for you to get the show. If you work out, you can download it to your phone or your listening device. I mean, we're on iTunes. That's big time. Come on now. You can also reach out to the show, tell us how much we suck at beatdownsd at gmail.com. We do have a Twitter handle. It's beatdownshow, or excuse me, at beatdownshow. And uh, always check out the website of my executive producer, McCoolin. By the way, the voice you heard at the top of the show is our voice man emeritus j-dub and of course all props to the executive producer the engineer extraordinaire mccoolin well all right i believe it's time for the show's breakdown
The flow will break you down. Let the flow will break you down. The flow will break you down. Let the flow will break you down. That's right. The breakdown. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, stuff that's going on around town. We'll get into the sports segment. A lot going on in the athletic realm as far as San Diego teams are concerned. Chargers, Aztecs, Toreros, Padres, goals. That's right. The San Diego goals, the hockey team. Oh, my. We'll get into all that. After that, we'll talk about some local music that's happening around town. We'll go into our craft beer segment. We have a restaurant bar etiquette segment. And of course, the signature feature of the show, the beatdown list before we get up on out of here. So on that note, it's time to spit some hot fire. More fire, more fire, more fire. Ooh, as if, as if it hasn't been hot enough in San Diego, let's spit some more fire. More fire, more fire, more fire. Which is a perfect segue into what's been going on. It's been an incredibly hot summer in San Diego, and it's continued here into the fall. Even here into uh, October, we're going to start seeing some pretty high temperatures. It's pretty normal for San Diego. We tend to have our hottest months in September sometimes into early October, not a big deal. But as my own mother said, I think this is the new normal due to climate change and whatnot. We're having extremely high temperatures, hot summer, hot fall. Uh, I just got to say, if it is the new normal, it might be time to invest in air conditioning because I got to tell you, Air conditioning has always been something in San Diego that you probably didn't really need, especially if you live coastal. Now, maybe even at the coast, when you're getting 90 and even close to 100 degree temperatures, might want to be thinking about doing that. Of course, that'll drive your energy bill up. Better get some solar. Moving right along. The new Target Express store, or mini Target, or whatever they're calling it, has opened in South Park, San Diego's South Park neighborhood. We talked about it a little bit in episode five, and it's open now. Now, I haven't been by the store, but I know this. It's a much smaller version of what you'll see at, of course, the Mission Valley store or the Sports Arena Midway area store. I know this as well. They will not be selling any sort of kids' clothing no furnitures, no TVs. But I think this is a good thing for the community because those of us that live in Mid-City, and I'm raising my hand right here because I live in North Park, a mere mile and a half from the store that has just opened by the Target folks, I think it's great. Now, if I need a pair of socks, I don't have to drive to Mission Valley or one of the malls to go make it happen. So to be able to do something as simple as that, get socks, get underwear, get some basic things, not have to pay out the nose for it is great. Based on some reading I've been doing and some reporting by UT San Diego, a couple of the local citizen groups in South Park weren't happy and really tried to make sure that this big box store wouldn't open 
in the old Gala Foods grocery store. Those of you that are familiar with South Park, North Park, you'll know that old Gala Foods. That's where the Target, Mini Target, Target Express, City Target, whatever the hell you want to call it, is opening. And I'll tell you what, most of the businesses, according to the story in the UT, the surrounding businesses are supporting it. They think it's going to help stream business for them rather than take away from it. I hope that's truly the case. We'll see what it does to that whole 30th Street, Fern Street corridor as far as traffic is concerned. And the parking lot is kind of big enough to handle a lot of traffic. I imagine, though, that this will be a good thing for the community and those that were against it. It's progress, people. You're going to have to, uh, you know, go take your picket signs elsewhere. And that's just the way it goes. That's capitalism for you. And what can you do? Well, now we're going to get into a little segment I like to call Sports. I don't know if it'll make any change, but I figure it's time for me to start playing ball. I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Yes, thank you to uh, Jimmy Chitwood and his coach, Norman Dale, for always opening the sports segment. It's always very rousing and the Hoosiers theme song for that matter <laughs> alright Chargers 30 to 27 winners over Cleveland in the final seconds this past Sunday great win for them 2-2 two and two on the season 2-0 and oh at home 0-2 oh on the road the O-line is still looking like a mash unit a lot of injuries but I'll tell you what Phillip Rivers franchise quarterback three touchdowns looking as good as ever my only complaint is coaches please let rookie running back melvin gordon loose let gordon loose baby 12 touches is not enough this guy should be getting close to 20 touches a game the rookie out of wisconsin let's see him get loose loose also i'd like to point out that uh antonio gates tight end who had to sit out the first four games due to PED use, will be back for this next Monday night's game. It's a huge one at the queue against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really looking forward to that one. I think the question now is his backup, uh, Ladarius Green, has been playing well. He, who Green had a touchdown against the Browns on Sunday. Is Gates even a starter? Seems like a crazy bogus question, considering that Gates is a surefire Hall of Famer when he hangs him up. But I'll tell you what, I'll be dusting off my Gates powder blue 85 jersey this next weekend. And I hung it up these past four because, well, he wasn't playing. But I guarantee you, he's going to be ready to go. And we'll see that. That's going to be great. All right, moving on to the college ranks. The San Diego State Aztecs got another win. A 21-7 victory over those Fresno State Bulldogs. 
That was this past Saturday at the queue. Got the old oil can back. That's the rivalry trophy trophy between the Aztecs and those old filthy mangy mutts from Fresno. Good to see the Aztecs win a game against an actual D1 FBS opponent. Unfortunately, uh, running back Danelle Pumphrey's hurt. We'll see what happens with that. But this week, the Aztecs go to the islands, brah. That's right. They're playing at Hawaii. That's right. The 9 p.m. start local time here in San Diego. As degenerate gamblers know, if you've had a uh, bad day gambling, you can always bet the Hawaii game. So we'll see how that goes. I think that'll be a fun one to watch. Hopefully a lot of scoring. Hawaii hadn't been real good either. But let's go Aztecs. We'll see how you do. Speaking of the Aztecs, changing gears a little bit. That USD Toreros SDSU Aztecs basketball game at Petco Park. Yes, the home of the Padres. That is going to be happening on December 5th is going to be exciting. It's going to seat about 18,000 people. The court will basically run the gamut from third base to home plate. And here's another exciting thing that I found out. It'll be kind of the signature event of the Bill Walton Basketball Festival that's going to be happening the entire week, which will feature youth clinics and all kinds of other things to support local hoops in San Diego. Bill Walton, of course. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, local basketball player to come out of San Diego. Helix High School, home of the Highlanders, and uh, he still lives locally. Love Walton. I'll tell you what right now, it's going to be the mission of the Beatdown Show to get old Big Red on the show. He's going to be our guest interview one day. Believe me. I got the gift of gab and the power of persuasion. Walton, we're coming for you. (laughs) All right. And then uh, we'll talk about the Padres real quick. Season just ended. This is a Padres postmortem. Finished 74 and 88 despite all of the big names they brought in. Pat Murphy was the coach they brought in, the manager to replace Bud Black, who was fired midseason. Murphy went you lose. 40. You suck. That's right. <laughs> Let's do that one more time. Uh, Pods, you didn't I do too well. You lose. You suck. Thank you. That's my boy Victor right there telling us uh, how bad the pods were. It just didn't meet expectations. And the worst part is the pods finished 74 and 88, fourth place in the NL West, only barely ahead of the lowly Colorado Rockies. And... They actually finished worse than they did last year where they had nobody on the team. The team went 77 and 85 in 2014. So uh, the pieces just didn't gel right. There were all kinds of issues. There were injury deals. Like I said, Pat Murphy got brought up. No managerial experience to replace Bud Black. And he went 42 and 54 after Sunday's loss to the Dodgers. He was swiftly shown the door. And the coaching or managerial search begins. One more time, McCoolin, they didn't have a good year. A lot of losses. I hope you lose. And you suck. <laughs> Thank you, Vic. That's my boy Vic from Rosie O'Grady's in Normal Heights. Love that guy. Well, now on to some hockey. Let's light the lamp. 
Well, it's almost that time, hockey fans. The final countdown is basically upon us. By the time episode six here drops, it's practically going to be the goal season over. It's Saturday, October 10th at home versus the Grand Rapids Griffins. The waiting is finished. Very excited. It's, it's a darn near sellout. You may not be able to get tickets through the conventional means, which are SanDiegoGoals.com will show you uh, the way. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to try like heck to be there for that opener. It's going to be very exciting, especially because they're doing it the right way. They're the, as you know, affiliate, the official minor league affiliate of the NHL's Anaheim Ducks. I can't wait to see it. Last episode, episode five, we had play-by-play man for the goals, Craig Elston. Man, wasn't he great. Cannot wait to hear him call a few games. We're actually going to get him back on the show when time permits at some point, probably a little bit into the season after things get going. Get, I'm going to tell you all right now, get your butts out to the Valley View Casino Center, a.k.a. the former San Diego Sports Arena. The place is a dump, but it's our dump. And as the girls say, protect the nest. You got to protect the nest. Their second game actually will be at home as well. It's going to be Friday, October October 17th, I believe, against Bakersfield, a 7.05 start. That'll probably be an easier ticket to get than the home opener. But please get out there. And we have an announcement. The goals have picked our official goal-scoring song, McCoolin. What do we got here for that? I can only imagine how Craig Elston's going to call it. That's a goal for your San Diego Gulls. This is a terrific song. It's by a band that is officially one of the favorite bands of the Beatdown show, The Burning of Rome. The song is called Cowboys and Cut Cigars. And it's the official song. I couldn't be happier with the choice by the franchise goals you're doing it right oh my goodness ah anyway please check them out on their website and follow their twitter handle gotta love that hockey's back um all right music You're listening to The Beatdown Show, featuring the insuperable C. Colton. Now, back to the show. And here's another Burning of Rome song, as I've always given them major props on this particular show. We love this song right here, and we use it for our music segment. Burning of Rome, again, they're not currently touring, but once they announce a schedule of their next set of dates, you better believe we'll uh, have it out there and let y'all know. All right, so this music segment is pretty heavy on out-of-towner shows, not a whole lot of local stuff to report. Neil Young, the legend Neil Young, 
coming to the Remac Arena over on the UCSD campus on October 13th. Please check that out. Florence and the Machine, great band. Really, really big fan of theirs. They're going to be at the Viejas Arena on the campus of SDSU on October 14th. But check this out. There's a couple of really cool shows happening on Friday, October 16th. The first one is Fishbone. Really an awesome, awesome band. They're playing at the Belly Up Tavern on that Friday of October the 16th. In another part of town, the Soda Bar will be hosting the Voodoo Glow Skulls. I'll tell you what. They're not ska. They're not punk. They're war. That's what they are. There'll be some moshing at that show. That may be one that I find myself at. Check that out. And uh, I will say this. The Soda Bar, every year at Halloween, they have an awesome local show with local bands doing covers. You know, think of it as local bands putting on costumes. And that's what they do. We're going to get details for you that for that show on the next beat episode of the Beatdown Show because it's going to be some great, great local acts. All I can say is it's the sixth year in a row they've done it. You're not going to want to miss that. And that is our music segment. And now I'm getting a little thirsty. <laughs> what you drinking on? Be careful, man. There's a beverage here. Eh? I like a beverage uh-huh. I'm kind of thirsty. Woo! That was involved. It is one of my favorite segments of the show. Oh, what you drinking on? And here's what I'm drinking on. Also, props to uh, Brandon Hernandez earlier for telling us what he's drinking on. But here's what I'm drinking on. It's the Mother Earth Cali Cream and Ale. Okay, folks. This is that vanilla kind of almost cream soda tasting beer. I mean, this is cream soda if it were a beer. It's creamy. It's got a beautiful golden color. I mean, it's just delicious. And 5.2% ABV. So not too crazy. You can probably put a few of those right to the neck. And, uh, you know, still finish the night doing okay. Um, we really like that one a lot. Check out Mother Earth. They're up off the Hop Highway in North County. But their, their Cali Creamin's been real popular and it's getting a lot of love all over town i hope that we spread the love far and wide and now the disclaimer my man the beatdown show recommends that you respect the craft please drink responsibly all right well we haven't done this one in a while it's a little restaurant bar etiquette and uh and we're gonna drop the beat right there thank you mccool's Always doing what he's got to do on the ones and twos. Appreciate that, man. All right. First things first. We haven't done this segment in a while, but I like to put this out there. Not a big fan of telling people what to do. That's not my, that's not my deal. That's not my bag. However, I have no problem providing helpful suggestions. And since I work in the food and beverage industry and have for a while I feel like I'm veteran enough to uh, you know share some thoughts here with the gang 
So listen up. Here we go. First thing, star tenders. Yeah, I'm talking about star tenders. Bartenders who think that they're stars. They think they're too good. They can't get over to you in a reasonable amount of time to get your drink order. Star tenders, check yourself, please. It's one thing, I don't mind waiting a minute or two if a bartender is very busy dealing with a lot of customers. But if you're on your phone or you're talking to one of your regulars at the end of the bar and I'm thirsty, I've got an empty glass, it's your job to recognize that. It's also your job to recognize that when the customer comes in, that you need to be able to make sure they have a good time to give them like a bad attitude or a frowny face. How about a smile? Try a smile once in a while, star tenders. I don't care if you're at two or three different bars and you've been doing it for 20 years or 15 or 10, or you've got big jugs or a great smile or a nice behind. Just please recognize that you are actually working. And you know what? I feel badly. I'm not just trying to call out the women, not just the ladies, the fellas too. All right, bro. Look, just because I may not be one of your regulars doesn't mean I don't deserve great service. So please, please pay attention. And it's really just not that hard to give a little bit of great customer service. I mean, a smile goes a long way. Uh, uh, I recognize you, but I'm busy right now. I'll be right with you. How easy is that? And it's just so rare nowadays. So that's the first thing I have to say about restaurant bar. This next one, I apologize in advance. It's a little bit of a different tack, but I'm seeing it a lot at mostly bars. And that is in the men's room. Bro. Can I get a courtesy flush, please? All right, now, a lot of restaurants and bars have gone to the, you know, automatic flushing system on their toilets. And look, I'm not entirely stoked to be talking about something that involves restrooms. But please, when there is still a flushing mechanism, just reach your foot over there, especially in the men's room. Reach your foot over there and kick it down. You don't have to touch it if you're grossed out. Hell, grab a towel and use that. But please, give us a courtesy flush. It's just a courtesy to your common man. Or female, for those of you in the women's room. I don't spend a lot of time in women's rooms, so I don't know. So, that is the restaurant and bar etiquette for this particular segment of the show. All right, well, now it's time for the signature portion of our program. Ha-ha, <laughs> hit me, McCools. Bring it, bring it. All right. <gasps> the beatdown list. This is where we put people on notice for misbehaving. All right. Executive producer McCoolin is going to crack the mic for his, basically, his uh, contribution to the beatdown list. McCools, take it away, my friend. 
uh, hello everybody. Uh, I don't know, this might seem kind of trite, but I hate California four-way stoppers. No one here understands the definition of right-of-way, even though it is in the title of the, the traffic law. Right-of-way! Right of way. Right I'm to the right of you, I get to go first. You're to the left of me, you wait. What really drives me crazy, though, is people that are to the right of me that wave me to go first when they are goddamn wrong. What? I don't know. That's terrible. Four-way stops, y'all. Four-way stop, idiots. Actually, I don't mind a little wave because I think people are just being nice, but you're right, though. People should know the uh, law or the unwritten rule. I'm not, I'm not even sure if it is a law, but it's the... It's what you learn in driver's ed, right? He's shaking his head yes, or he's nodding his head yes. Thank you, McCools. It's great to have you back on the program in a vocal standpoint. All right. Second on the beatdown list. Zonies. That's right. Our neighbors to the east in Arizona. Now, the good news is it's October now. So most of them have left and have gone back to their now cooling down climbs but every summer you know it if you've even spent two weeks in san diego you see those arizona those filthy arizona plates on the backs of minivans and suvs especially on that interstate 8 freeway the one that goes east west that brings them right in from arizona through El Centro, El Cajon, La Mesa, and into San Diego and to proliferate into our beach communities. Now look, I don't have a problem with them coming over and spending much money, much money over here. But I will say this, they just don't understand how to drive. Just going 55 miles an hour in the fast lane when you're on your way to SeaWorld or the Hilton is unacceptable. So please, Zonies, hit the bricks. And we'll see you next summer. Got a disclaimer on that one, right, McCools? The beatdown list segment of this podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only and does not condone or advocate violence in any form. Its larger purpose is to serve cautionary notice for the intended people or entities herein exposed that the informed populace is omnipresent, outraged, and fully operational and will no longer accept any tomfoolery, trickeration, hijinks, absurdity, rope-a-doping, carnival barking, hypocrisy, or insanity in any form or manner. What. So. Whatsoever, y'all! All right, that wraps up episode six. We've got some thank yous to get out there. First of all, thank you to the omnipresent hovering voice of J-Dub. We love you, brother. You're emeritus right now, but we'll get, back in the we'll get you back in the studio at some point. And I'd be remiss if I did not thank our executive producer, our engineer extraordinaire, McCoolin. You can find him at McCoolin.com. He's also in a band called the Gorgeous Boy Scouts, and they are, um, you know, working things out right now. So stay tuned for more on them in future episodes. Also, if you want to reach out to the show one last time, like us on Facebook, The Beatdown Show. Subscribe on iTunes or however you get your podcasts 
delivered to you. I'll tell you what, it's great in the car or if you're working out. Our Twitter handle is at Beatdown Show. You can also interact with the show. Send us an email, beatdownsd at gmail.com. Tell us how much we suck. And lastly, we really appreciate you checking us out. Want to give a shout out to a Bay Area podcast that's given us some love. It's called We Like Drinking. It's available at welikedrinking.com. My boy Jeff Solomon is on there, and he is the wino of record, but he loves his beer too. We got you, Dad. We like drinking. They have been at the podcast game a lot longer than we have, so check them out. On that note, we'll see you the next time. Go check out some goals hockey, some Aztecs football. Take a part in your community. And on that note, we're out of here. Namaste.